1: refused to do that. It would create a constitutional crisis. Some people think that crisis might have lasted a while. Um, That's what they wanted him to do. Apparently, he said no. Uh, He said he didn't have the legal right to do that. I would agree he didn't. Uh, Let's say he would have done that. I think that there would have been very, very quick action by the Supreme Court to rule one way or the other on that. And uh, I don't think it would have lasted very long. One of the things that President Trump was accused of saying is that when the crowd started chanting, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence, uh, he's accused of saying maybe they have the right idea. And, you know, people say stuff, but when you're the president and you say it, it means something. And when you've got, uh, you know, crowds out there that do terrible things that end up harming people, that end up. Uh, getting people killed or when that goes really crazy, and they do end up murdering people and hanging people or doing those it happens uh sometimes it's a plan, but sometimes it's in the emotional of the riot uh and it occurs. You just can't be doing that. This is uh whatever you think of it, it's a serious thing, and as Christians, you know another thing I only saw one Christian symbol in all that video stuff from last night. I was happy about that because I know there's a lot of Christian symbols that were carried by some of those rioters. Um, before I saw one person flying the Christian flag, um, and it's sort of next to a Confederate flag, and then some American run Trump flags. Um, but I didn't see a lot of that. I was glad uh, because that's just a, it's just a whole other thing. If that really is your your faith in Jesus, that you're going to go violently attack uh, the Capitol, it's just wrong. And people see that. See, and, and the thing is, is that it's the the vision that non-believers will have about Christianity and what it's about, and it's been a battle for a long time that Christians on the right in particular, they get a lot more press. The people on the left do this also, sort of own Jesus, or on the right, Jesus is, you know, a conservative Republican, and if you don't have those views on everything, you uh, may not be a Christian. I was told I wasn't a Christian once because I didn't support term limits, and um, and that was a long time ago. I'm, I'm more in support of them now, actually, but back when I was actually working for a political uh, person who's still in office, he didn't. He was a Republican who didn't support term limits, and boy, he got a lot of grief for that, and I got grief just for answering the phone. Somebody said, and you call yourself a Christian. You can't be a Christian and not support term limits, and I looked it up in Leviticus. I thought, well, surely it's there somewhere, but I couldn't find it. 888-528-2557 if you want to join the conversation. So the thrust of last night is to say that President Trump wasn't just merely responsible because he's the president and he should have said something. I think that the thrust of it is that they're going to try over the next few weeks, I think, to say that the planning for the violence was done by this group called the Proud Boys. And there may be some evidence for that. They showed some yesterday. But I think what they're going to try to say is that Trump was involved in that planning. Did you get that out of it if you watched it, that Trump may have personally been involved in the the planning, that he wasn't um, just saying a bunch of stuff that riled people up and he didn't mean to get people, uh, he didn't mean for the violence. What they're saying is that, well, maybe he did. That's what I think they're going to say. This is a clip, this is a lengthy clip from Liz Cheney's uh, opening statement. And I think uh, this clip, it's about two minutes, it'll give you the idea of what the entire evening was about. Go ahead and play that clip.
2: Sidney Powell, Rudy Giuliani, and others visited the White House. They stayed late into the evening. We know that the group discussed a number of dramatic steps, including having the military seize voting machines and potentially rerun elections. You will also hear that President Trump met with that group alone for a period of time. General Flynn and the others finally left the White House. President Trump sent the tweet on the screen now telling people to come to Washington on January 6th. Be there, he instructed them. Will be wild. As you will see, this was a pivotal moment. This tweet initiated a chain of events. The tweet led to the planning for what occurred on January 6th, including by the Proud Boys, who ultimately led the invasion of the Capitol and the violence on that day. The indictment of a group of Proud Boys alleges that they planned, quote, to oppose by force the authority of the government of the United States. And according to the Department of Justice, on January 6th, 2021, The defendants directed, mobilized, and led members of the crowd onto the Capitol grounds and into the Capitol, leading to the dismantling of metal barricades, the destruction of property, the breaching of the Capitol building, and the assaults on law enforcement. Although certain former Trump officials have argued that they did not anticipate violence on January 6th, the evidence suggests otherwise. As you will see in our hearings The White House was receiving specific reports in the days leading up to January 6th, including during President Trump's ellipse rally, indicating that elements in the crowd were preparing for violence at the Capitol. And on the evening of January 5th, the president's close advisor, Steve Bannon, said this on his podcast
3: All hell is going to break loose tomorrow. Just understand this. All hell is going to break loose tomorrow.
1: So I think that in that little uh, clip there, it's about two minutes. It gives you the thrust. If you didn't watch it, uh, I think it gives you the thrust of what they're going to try to say. They're going to try to claim that the president was directly involved in the violence, not just saying things that got out of control at at a speech or that some people took it upon themselves or some other group not related went and did this. I think that's what they're going to try to say. Maybe I'm wrong about that. We'll have to see as that goes on. I know that there's tons of politics in spin. And, you know, I, I never want to encourage people to not watch something because I feel like if you are interested in the truth, then you shouldn't have to hide from anything, but you should always look with a critical eye You know, and ask yourself, well, what's the politics? What are they trying to accomplish? You know, from a political standpoint, lots of people think, president Trump might run again. And many people don't want him to be president again. And these accusations, if true, would be a good reason for him not to be president again. There would be legal if they can get him in a criminal uh, charge of uh, sedition, then he can't run again. They can actually ban him from running again. So there's, there's some politics to that. And there's some things that are said that aren't really true. Um, what do they like to say? Five uh, five. Police officers died in the attack. Actually, none of them died during the attack. Um, There were a couple who died of one who had a stroke the next day. Uh, Another one had, um, I think, a heart attack. And in both of those cases, um, the courts, in one of those cases, the courts have ruled that the stroke, I think it was a stroke victim, uh, that it was brought upon by circumstances that happened on January 6th. I think the other one still might be pending. The other ones were suicides, and people um, are saying those might be – the suicides happened in the next uh, weeks or months. Um, You just got to know that there's a lot of details there that they didn't die at the scene. None of them did. Uh, There was a story at one point that some police officer was bashed in the head by somebody with a, a fire extinguisher. I heard that for a long time. That turned out to be made up. It just wasn't true. Um I think if you have an eye for the truth you can watch things and you can listen to them whatever they are and whatever side. And I guess that's something I hope that we can do in our time here on our program often is to say to try to get down to what is the truth. We may not know, we're not there, we're not on the committee. We're not going to know all of the uh evidence, even the stuff they release, we're probably not all going to get to it. What do you think? 888-528-2557. Daniel from LA, welcome to Southern California Live.
4: Hey, how you doing? Um Yeah, my comment is this, is that, you know, I I feel it's a a desperate attempt by the Democrats to do anything to make uh, President Trump look bad. I mean, it is, I would agree that, you know, it was anticipated something was going to happen. But then again, uh, once again, the president took measures and he allowed, I believe, uh, approximately 20,000 National Guard to be at the disposal uh, there of, you know, Washington, D.C., but Pelosi turned it down. This isn't discussed. It's not talked about. You know, th- there always are some bad elements in any crowd. Yeah. And I Did think you? this is what happened. I watched his speech in its entirety live. Mm. There was no uh, indication that he was encouraging people to get involved with any type of sort of violence. But that's the spin that they try to put on him. <clears throat> So,
1: yeah. Did you watch the uh, the episode last night? Did you watch the hearings yesterday?
4: I did not, and I refuse to watch it because I know it's garbage. I mean, it's jaded out the gate when they don't really have uh, conservative Republicans uh, that should be there. You have two moderates that you know have uh, basically don't like Donald Trump and never have. So to me, that's not even fair and equitable to begin with.
1: It's definitely something that is missing from the program is that there is nobody to sort of present another side that says, well, this isn't true and that isn't true. I'm I'm hoping that they get into the national guard issue. One issue that was one thing that was stated was on that day, he didn't send in the national guard. I guess that's true on that day, but I know that there are some who are saying that he authorized the guard to be there a few days beforehand. And that needs to be a part of this. I think if it's going to be fair, um, Thank you for your call, Daniel. Appreciate that. 888-528-2557 is the number. This is Southern California Live. It's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you want to talk about on Fridays. We will do that. Right now, we're talking about uh, the January 6th hearings, but also in a greater sense when we get back, I want to talk about why is it that people on the right and the left are seemingly unable, not everybody, I don't mean to say everybody, but, but maybe fringe groups on the right or the left, or maybe, you know, some of us sometimes, when we don't see the violence or the threatening behavior on our side as as bad as we see it when it's on the other side, because we're seeing it on both sides for sure. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. Scott Furrow. I'll be right back. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live, Scott Furrow with you today. The number is 888-528-2557. Open line Friday, you can call. With anything that's on your mind, any subject, we'll change the subject just for you. If you've got a Bible question, a question about life, the news, anything like that, anything that God might put on your mind, anything, question that you got, give us a call, 888-528-2557. We've been talking about the January 6th hearings, and one of the questions that I'm asking here is, I think, you know, There's different sides and there's certainly the the committee, it seems to me, and I watched it, is definitely trying to make a charge against Donald Trump for more than just bad leadership or you should have done this that day, that kind of stuff, that maybe he intended. I think they even called it a coup, uh, a coup attempt. So that's pretty heavy. So they're going to have to come out with some pretty strong evidence, I think, to make that somehow convincing or something where charges could get filed. I think that's their, their goal here. But it also raises some issues, you know, between left and right on integrity. Uh, do we treat each other the same way? You know, I would certainly ask where the, you know, are we going to have hearings about statements that are made that drew somebody from California to kill a Supreme Court justice? Uh, he didn't do it, turned himself in, and obviously a very troubled person uh, doing that. But let's say he had done it. I mean, that would have had a an impact on this country uh, and on the functioning of the court uh, that would be uh, just profound. And there are people who are encouraging the the doxing of Supreme Court justices. You know what that is? It's the publishing of their personal information, like uh, their home address. And like, how did they know where Kavanaugh lives? Did somebody follow him? No, somebody published online where his address is. Same thing has happened to Amy Coney Barrett. She's got protesters outside her house. And the thing is, is that Supreme Court justices personally have some securities, but their family doesn't. Their kids don't. And I guess that they are hanging out wherever um, Barrett's kids go to school. I mean, it's it's not okay. And some of the same people who are making claims against Donald Trump um, for not doing more or for encouraging these riots are actually encouraging uh, this stuff with the Supreme Court justices. Play uh, clip number two, uh, Jen Psaki.
2: I know that there's an outrage right now, I guess, about uh, protests that have been peaceful to date. And we certainly continue to encourage that outside of judges' homes. And that's the president's position.
1: That uh, is what she said right after the Supreme Court uh, potential abortion argument got leaked and all those protests started. That was the official position of President Biden, that he is encouraging people to protest outside of judges' homes which, by the way, is, is illegal if it can be determined that it's intimidation, which, of course, it is. And uh, why would the president do that? Now we have somebody who, in all of that hoopla, drove all the way out from uh, L.A., Simi Valley, to try to assassinate him. And that was that guy's plan, according to his own words. Senate Majority Leader Schumer uh, had this to say uh, at the same time. Go ahead and play that clip number three if protests are peaceful yes my house is
4: there's protests three four times a week outside my house that's the uh, the american way to peacefully protest is okay and i've been that's my wife sorry um maybe there's a protest outside
1: that uh that clip the interesting thing about that clip is i looked it up i thought are there really protests outside of schumer's house uh, three or four times a week and i looked it up and according to a Brooklyn newspaper, there are protests outside his house, but it's it's left-wing protests outside Schumer's house. And you might say, why are they doing that? It's because they're mad that he's not doing more to abolish the filibuster and uh, to expand the size of the Supreme Court. And I thought to myself, I'll bet if it were the Proud Boys protesting outside of his house, he wouldn't be okay with it. He wouldn't say they have the right – and he would be right. They shouldn't be out there outside of his house. I don't think these protesters should be outside – of uh, his house. Some people went to um, conservatives, went to school board members houses to to protest. there's there's got to be a place where you can just go home. There's a place where it it turns into something else more than just a protest. And I think there's an integrity issue that we really have to address in our politics on the left and right is are we excusing behavior on our side when it is violent or intimidating or potentially, something that will result in horrific violence are we ignoring it just spinning it but then when it's the other side doing the same thing are we then coming out and attacking it i think that's what we're seeing 8885282557 is the number if you want to join our conversation 8885282557 richard in los angeles welcome to southern california live
5: Good well, actually, good afternoon. Yes, okay, hi. I did, I did watch the hearing on yesterday. Uh, first of all, Scott, that was quite a stretch you made. I didn't understand the prelude right then in reference to the judges. You know, there have been judges that have been shot and killed. One was shot and killed. Governor Whitmer of uh, of uh, Michigan, as as also some of the other Democratic leaders, had people out in front of their houses protesting. Some of those were the Proud Boys. So, I I mean, that's an issue within itself. But getting back, because, see, we got to talk truth to power. And I'm a born-again Christian. I'm an independent. I call it like it is. I don't jump on a Republican uh, bandwagon, and I don't jump on a Democratic bandwagon. But when it comes to Donald Trump, I don't understand it. I think we're leaving a bad example. The man is guilty. He is guilty. He's a liar. He has a history of lying. His daughter was on tape. And the gentleman who was on prior to me, he shouldn't be saying anything because he didn't watch it. Why isn't Fox News showing it? It's supposed to be news? No, because they don't want the people to listen to this. this is, there are some very, very serious allegations making. They're connecting the dots. Anybody that watches it, they know, and it's we're just starting, but at the same time, I already have discernment. The man lost the election. I could get on, but I know you all won't have it. I could get on and, sh- and take a ten minutes and show you how because he was saying things during twenty sixteen I'm going to lose if I lose this. He said in the 20, if I lose this. And yesterday you mentioned about absentee ballots. It wasn't about absentee ballots. That wasn't the big deal. The big deal is there were certain states that didn't count early voting. They waited Mm -hmm. until after the election to count early voting. And that's what was very confusing. So I just wanted to say that, you know, uh, I, I was a John Kasich guy in 2016, a real Christian, who had the same, who had Christian values. But I don't know how we wound up with a, with a liar. I used to live in New York, so I know the whole history from the from the race from the racism. Uh, with regard to the Central Park people, his apartments, uh, the suits, with regards to racism and not renting to black people, it's a whole. Not to mention the the, the women. Uh, it's, there's a lot
1: on, of there's a lot on. of stuff there. And I guess uh, uh, Richard, I'm, what I'm getting at too is is the integrity. You mentioned that you watched it. and I'm glad that you did. I think maybe a question I'm even asking is, can you really talk about the hearings if you don't watch it? um you know, to really do that. Uh thank you for your call, Richard. I appreciate uh you listening to our program and uh being here. You know, it's it is a question that, you know, I think there are questions on the left and the right, is what I'm getting at. And particularly from Christians who give a pass to their side or people that they like. Maybe Richard doesn't have a side if he's independent. Uh I'm a independent, it's great you can criticize both sides, right? And uh Uh, But obviously, people, we all have leanings. We all have different directions. Do we give a break to our side when um, they do something wrong? And is that something that is part of the contamination of our politics? 888-528-2557. Tim from Los Angeles. Welcome to Southern California Live.
3: Hi, thank you. Appreciate your courage to share this. Can you hear me? go
1: Go ahead, Tim. This is Scott. Thank you.
3: Um, I only listened to a piece because I'm a truck driver, but um, I feel like or believe that the Democrats set this up, and it says a lot that they're hiring a Hollywood producer for this. And I, I saw videos that probably aren't even out there anymore that the security opened the barricades for them to come in, and security guided them through the building up the stairs and telling telling them where to go. So I feel like it it's just all on purpose from the left. And, and and I wholeheartedly believe Trump there's no way Biden could have ever won. That was all you know, so did,
1: you, so. did you did anyway. you have a chance to watch any of the hearing? No, no, I, I didn't have a
3: chance to watch but I but I I listened to pieces here and there and I and but like you said, there's that's definitely not a fair fair thing. What uh, if, uh,
1: anyway. you know, and I agree there's problems with the fairness uh issue with and there's going to be because there just isn't another side that will present. That's that is that's going to be a problem with it, that whatever they present, at least as far as I know, maybe they'll have another side on there. But usually you have one side presents their thing in a hearing and it's all there. And then the other side, says, no, no, you left this part out and you left these videos out. That's that's probably what it should should be. And that's going to be a problem. And and you know, I think there's there's a politic to it. It's they want to get Donald Trump, and um, because they don't want him to run, probably. Um, I think some people definitely want to get to the truth, but if you don't have the other side, and this goes for this goes both ways. If you're not presenting both sides, or if we're refusing to pay attention to the other side, then maybe we're not getting the truth, um, right? I I think that's something that. All of us have to get out in our own personal lives, right? There's there's always different sides. Whenever we have a dispute with somebody or there's something going on, there's always different sides. That's why gossip is so bad usually, because you're usually not hearing from the other side. That person's not in the room whenever somebody's gossiping about them, right? And if you're hearing it from somebody you trust, when you hear gossip from somebody you trust, well you usually don't question it. You believe it. You're like, oh, really? Bob said that? And And then you believe it. And the next time you see Bob, Bob, it may not even be true, or it may not be any of your business. And Bob's wondering why you're acting so weird about him. And you don't know you're acting weird, but you are. uh, And it's because we didn't get both sides. I feel like there's an integrity issue for us in how we uh, address all of these issues. Um, And uh, that that's a really big deal for us. 888-528-2557. I got to take a break. Then I'll get back to your calls. It's open line Friday. We'll talk about whatever right now. We're talking about January six hearings and integrity. 888-528-2557. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California live Scott Furrow with you. 888-528-2557 Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number if you want to join our conversation. 2 Corinthians 8 chapter, or 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 21, for we aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of man. When we talk about integrity, even with these political issues, I think there is maybe a part of us as believers who feel like, you know what, all this politics, we shouldn't go there. And there's some truth to that in that In some way, with all this, we can say, okay, whatever is true, we may never understand what's true. We still want people to know the gospel, and we need to be the light that the hope is not Donald Trump, the hope is not this committee, the hope is not the left or the right, Democrats, Republicans. We need to be a part of that conversation. But there's also something here about being honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of mankind, because we represent Christ. And so the question I'm trying to frame here is the integrity question that comes up with political things left and right. So here we have uh, what I think is clearly going to be an attempt to connect Donald Trump with uh, the Proud Boys directly, I think, is what uh, if you watched the hearing. And I think that's another issue. If if we're going to talk about it, did you watch it? Do we, you know, or are we just watching uh, commentators or even just listening to me? You might uh, call up and say, Scott, you missed something because this was in the hearing. That's okay. Let's, uh, Let's try to get it right. But I think if, and what concerns me about any of this stuff is in our conversations with other people, how, you know, are we coming off like we know what we're talking about or that we're open to new evidence or open to new understandings? Or is it just my side versus your side? And my side is right when we do it, but your side is wrong when you do the same thing. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. 528 2557 Damaris from Whittier, do I have your name right? Is it Damaris? Hey, Scott. Hi, Damaris.
5: Is, I only heard of, uh, just part of the, the hearing. Um, the first part I heard is that two policemen were killed at the chapel. But I heard it verified on another station that one policeman died of a heart attack later.
1: Yeah, on one I'm... Policeman. I mentioned all that a, a few Nancy minutes Washington
5: ago. At also, yeah. it's been verified that Donald Trump asked for twenty thousand National Guardsmen at the Capitol, and Nancy
1: Pelosi canceled that. Well, and it's been verified by that? some uh, by some talk show hosts, right? So, um, and I am hoping that those issues come up in these hearings. These hearings are going to last all month, and that kind of gets to the integrity part, right? Is is there another side going to be presented, right? right?
5: people that were actually in that crowd, the people I heard interviews, they were they were families with children. They they weren't armed. I mean, I'm not saying that Trump supporters didn't um, cause a problem but I don't think they should be seen as the whole problem
1: that's all. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. And there definitely were there were people there who did some bad things, but there were people there who went to a speech in a Trump rally and they went home and they didn't right. march through the Capitol. Uh, thank you for your call, Damaris. And um, Jack from San Diego, welcome to Southern California Live.
5: Yeah, so I wanted to correct the record on one thing, and that's um, last night when they were airing the special hearing, it was covered by Fox.
1: It, it was, was on Fox entirety. Business. Yeah, it was on Fox Business. Fox Is that right? Business, yep. That's correct.
5: Um, also, the, the protests in front of Kavanaugh's house, um I saw them with uh, drums, tambourines, loudspeakers. Uh, what happened to uh, disturbing the peace? Why aren't they being charged with that?
1: Yeah, it's a it's a good question. I think, uh, and that's kind of. Uh, thank you for your call, Jack. I appreciate it. That's another part of the the integrity conversation that I think we need to have. Is that okay? These protests it hasn't turned into January sixth yet in front of one of these Supreme Court justices' house, but it's close. If this guy would have murdered Justice Kavanaugh, uh, then it is January 6th as far as its impact, uh, maybe worse as far as its long-term impact. And... And at the same time, the current White House is supporting those people. And we have a committee now that's criticizing the last president for supporting the people doing violence on this side, or at least uh, getting ready to do that. I guess here's this is what I'm trying to get at for even us as Christians. We have we have passions about this, right? And we've heard from some of you who are passionate on both sides, kind of a Donald Trump. He's one of these characters in history that is going to be studied, I think, by by historians. He'll be a president studied for for a hundred years. Um, people are going to write books about Donald Trump. And because he stirs up so much passion right and left, he's, it's a very unusual presidency. And of course, January 6th is going to be a big part of it. That's what uh, he might be known for long-term. It's a big deal. But is there integrity? Here's some things that I've, I've thought of that I think is interesting. The One of the problems for President Trump and the claim of the election being stolen is that he made no progress in courts, 60 cases or something like that didn't make it. And you can listen to some of the audio from some of those cases and, and you probably should, because it's not, they weren't presenting the same thing in court as a lot of what is being presented in public. Uh, One lawyer went as far to say as no, we don't think there was any fraud tells the judge this, but on the outside, they're definitely saying there's fraud, right? It's always something to do, by the way, if you really get, and I get, I get into this kind of stuff. But when you see an issue in in the political area or in the news area, if you kind of want to know what the news organization really thinks, go look at what they're saying in court. Remember a few years ago uh, when President Bush 43 was the president, George W. Bush, there was a special prosecutor because Um, Supposedly, Dick Cheney's chief of staff outed a CIA agent or something like that. I think that was the the gist of it. And and in the course of that investigation, Scooter Libby was his name, uh, he apparently lied under oath, uh, said something that wasn't true. So he didn't get convicted for outing the CIA agent. He got convicted for lying under oath. Uh, George W. Bush later commuted the sentence, didn't Didn't pardon him. Uh, Dick Cheney was pretty upset about that, if I recall correctly. He didn't pardon him because he did lie under oath, but he did feel President Bush felt that the sentence was not fair. That was kind of political. But the interesting thing about that is for a good year on most of the uh, news shows, news, cable news, There was all this conversation about how supposedly someone in the Bush administration for political reasons outed a CIA agent and endangered the country and this and that. The very interesting thing was is that if you took a look at the court proceedings, you found out that every single news agency, all of them, the same ones that in their TV programs were making this claim that uh, somebody in the Bush administration for political purposes outed a CIA agent, every single one of their lawyers was going into court saying it didn't happen. Did you know I mean from the outset the lawyers in court were saying it didn't happen which was not what the TV talking heads were saying uh, beforehand and I learned something then I learned that hey you know what is said in court um, maybe you have to be careful have to be careful in court if you don't have the evidence but that's kind of the point isn't it and uh, so you look at that and what you know the president's people took to court it didn't work whether it's true or not they didn't have enough evidence to convince, people. And if you look at it, um, you know, it's just not there. But what I'm curious about is about is if I'm correct in my assertion that the January 6th committee is going to try to link President Trump directly to the violence that happened, meaning that he might have been more involved, are they going to be able to prove it or are they doing the same thing that President Trump did? See what I mean? Are they going to really prove that President Trump had something to do directly with the violence or that it's something he wanted to happen are they do they have proof for that cuz if they don't and if they're just trying to put that out there in the air well then they're doing the exact same thing that president trump did with the stolen election thing it's got he believes it he thinks it's true i think he believes it but can you prove it no it's a different thing right and that's and that's something we also have to be careful about um and do the same people support illegal protests and downplay violence when it's something that um supports their agenda for something and that's something that we're seeing with these protests at the supreme court justices houses is that i would think that if these protests were politically the other way the same people who were against them would flip right that shouldn't be we should just be against the same things all the time that's integrity and people are watching All right, and so for Christians and for for us, I know this is a passionate, many of you are just very passionate about this and the whole subject bugs you and uh, I get it. But we have a greater calling. As Christians, we have a calling to have integrity the best that we can. We're not perfect and talking about these things are hard because we're not there. We're not on the committee. We weren't in the White House. We weren't in these meetings. We don't personally know. Most of us, do you, does any of you know personally Donald Trump? Give us a call. Was he, you know, have Donald Trump call. That would be great. President Biden's in town. You're listening, President Biden. We would love to have you call our program 888 528 2557. I'll ask you about inflation. When we get back, we're going to talk about inflation a little bit. You know, do you really think all of this is Putin's fault? What do you think? You know, and would you say the same thing about it if the other party was in charge? See, there's. For Christians in politics, I think we've got to find a way to have some integrity. I think many of us do, but but I think it's hard to walk that line, and many of us, frankly, don't. On each side, that we will, you know, and that's something you could ask yourself with President Trump. If President Obama, if the roles were different, if this were President Obama, would you be saying the same thing? right? Or if you're on the, the left and you're against President Trump, if this were President Obama, would you be saying the same thing? See, that's the integrity check, I think, when it comes to politics. If it's the other party, would I be saying the exact same thing? Would I think the same thing? We need to do that as a matter of being right with the Lord. For Second Corinthians 8.21, for if we aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's heart, but also in the sight of men, see, that's integrity. That's just something for us to think about. Good discussion, 888-528-2557. It's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever you want. We're going to change the subject as soon as we get back, but we'll change it to whatever you want to talk about when we come back here on Southern California Live, 888-528-2557. You can call us and join the conversation or guide the conversation right now. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be right back. Stay tuned.